Welcome to Seers, Beers, Knowers, and Doers, a podcast about intuition. Do you know what that is? Intuition to me is that inner sense for knowing that something is true, and yet I have no proof. But there's so many definitions, and there's so many ways it can come. I'm looking to bring together and share with you some amazing guests who have some amazing life stories and also some insights into how intuition can come. And I'm looking to gather those crows in the trees. I hope you're one of them. I hope that this podcast inspires you to be more connected to your intuition. And I hope that by doing that, we make the world a better place. Thanks for coming on this journey with me. Before we get started today, I would love to share some tools with you to help with stress and feeling overwhelmed, especially for the energetically sensitive person. Feel free to go to my store on my website at www.healingvitality.ca. Thanks so much for coming on this journey with me. I'm super excited today because I am connecting with somebody that I just spent the last four days with and she blew up my world in so many fabulous ways. So I'm really excited to share her with you. Thank you so much, Glynis, for joining me today. Thank you so much, Heather. I'm so grateful to be here. Can you please tell the world about yourself? Absolutely. So yes, I am Glynis Hughes, and I have been a certified facilitator with Access Consciousness since 2012. And prior to that, I did all sorts of different things in my business. And prior to that, I was actually a registered psychiatric nurse. So I have a um, I have a long background with uh, contributing to blowing up people's minds <laughs> in all sorts of different ways. And these last 10 years have been the most magical with these tools from Access Consciousness. And as you say, Heather, you uh, you spent the last four days, so we did a, an Access Consciousness Foundation class together. And really, it is all of these tools can be used in any way to change any area of your life. And that's why I continue to use them and continue to share them with the world, because it's it's amazing what is possible when we're willing to shift something or look at something different or have something turn energetically so to speak so and then from a other introduction I am in Alberta Canada and I have a an amazing hubby I call him his name is Rodney but I call him hubby and we live on a beautiful acreage just outside of uh, Sherwood Park Edmonton area and we love to travel the world and so excited to start doing that again here shortly haven't for a couple of years and we are ready to get going again so there we go so you started out as a psychiatric like you've made a few different leaps what took you into psych nursing because that's a that's a road that's a beautiful road like <laughs> um, I'm so glad people support mental health that's one of my big things supporting mental health and you're still supporting mental health and what you're doing now but that's not a place that a lot of people would end up so can you tell us a little bit about that I can actually I'll, I'll even go back a little bit further because interestingly enough and for anybody who isn't familiar I do have a radio show and have had one since 2013 uh, but fast forward to when I was graduating from high school, I actually registered for a DJ course. I was going to become a radio DJ. 
And when I moved to Saskatoon, I lived in small, small town, Saskatchewan, and I moved to Saskatoon to take this radio DJ course after graduating. And I woke up one morning before the class even started. I think I had a week there before it started. I woke up one of those mornings and just knew, I know we'll talk about this sort of stuff here shortly, but I just knew that I, it wasn't radio DJ, it was actually psychiatric nursing, which, I mean, that made no sense to me whatsoever, but I knew it with every core of my being when I woke up that morning. And so then I changed it. I I canceled my radio DJ and worked for a year because of course I'd missed the deadline. This was July. Uh, I'd missed the deadline to apply and stuff. So worked for a year and then went and took the psychiatric nursing. So I worked as a psychiatric nurse mostly with people with disabilities in in a smaller town in Alberta and just didn't love it in terms of the change that I could make. I'd worked my way up for years. I worked with people one-on-one and felt like I made a difference. And then I kind of got, you know, whatever that's called when you move to different jobs and, you know, ended up working in the office and I was doing grant proposal writing at the time and pretty much every one of them got a no. So I really felt like I wasn't making a difference. I really felt like, what's the point of me doing that? And I actually went and saw a psychic and this was in uh, 2002, January of 2002. And I thought she had the answers. I asked her what I could do to make myself happy. I thought she could tell me that, damn it. Mm-hmm. Um, and what she said to me, is, she said, well, you're a healer. So it doesn't matter if you do uh, nursing. It doesn't matter if you do uh, physiotherapy. It doesn't matter if you do Reiki. And at the time, go back, you know, small town Alberta, Reiki wasn't actually even something that I'd heard of. And so she said those things and I left feeling like, you know, she didn't give me the answer, darn it. And that night she had just set up a web page. And so that night I went on her web page just to see what she had on. And she had a, a newsletter. And in that newsletter was a woman in Saskatchewan and in a town I'd never even heard of before. And she was putting a Reiki class on in March of that year. So this was January. And I did something that I would have never done before, but I just signed up. Like I literally just hit the sign up button. I just did it. I didn't know what it was. I just, again, like that knowing without really having the clarity of knowing it was just like, well, let's do this. And, um, in February, I asked my employer, I knew they were going to do some layoffs. So I asked, actually asked them if they would lay me off because I knew that I could get money from the government to retrain. So because I'd worked so many years with people with disabilities, I didn't have uh, experience with like working in a hospital. And so it was a week long course. Uh, it was about a thousand dollars, I think. And I knew the government would pay that to get that. And I didn't have a thousand dollars at the time. So they were happy to lay me off, and so they laid me off at the end of March. So in that time, I went and took that Reiki class, which just blew my world up because I didn't know anything about energy. I didn't know uh, anything about anything in that world whatsoever, and it just changed everything. However, I continued you know, with the, okay, well, I'm going to go get this retraining, and, and I'm going to go and, you know, my plan was to work in a prison. I'd had a really good experience, sounds funny, uh, working in a prison in one of my practicums, and I kind of glumped it together, meaning any prison would be that great to work in. 
I'm pretty sure that's a lie, but at the time I thought maybe. Uh, And so I went to the government and I said, hey, I'm laid off and I just need $1,000 to do some retraining. Uh, And thank goodness the universe always has my back because they said, oh gosh, no, that's too much money for too short of a course. And they wouldn't give me the thousand dollars to do the retraining. And I was so frustrated and I, you know, stomped around and I had my temper tantrum. And meanwhile, every moment that I was awake, I was either, you know, reading books from the library about energy or I was doing Reiki on people. Like I was so obsessed with this whole new world of energy. And then uh, three months later, I went back to the government and I said, Hey, I need $5,000 to do a two-day workshop. So it was a clinical hypnotherapy workshop. Um, and they wrote the check. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you know, the universe just always has our back. So looking back, I mean, I'm so grateful that, that it, uh, you know, I just, yeah. So, yeah. so I started my business. I did Reiki and clinical hypnotherapy to start with. And then um, eventually I started doing mediumship readings and I started doing other modalities. And then, you know, fast forward to 2011, I started learning about access consciousness in 2012. I became a facilitator of it. Wow. Like you must've been on, <laughs> on like a fast track to go from, uh, just learning to like facilitator. And then now you actually, I think, my impression is that you've taken every course they've ever offered because your wealth of knowledge about what they do is quite something. And, and it's something that's just arrived in my world. Um, probably in the last, eh, I'm going to say three years, two years, three years with another podcast guest, Diana Stewart. It, I encourage anybody to go look it up because they have so many free tools and, and every little tool can make such a big difference. Like you just, and, and it's common sense, but we don't live in a world of common sense. So it seems like you're like, whoa, what? Whoa, what? All the time. So I don't know if I describe that properly, but that's kind of in my impression of it. Would you agree with that or disagree? Or that's a point of view, I guess. <laughs> it, it can no, be anything for totally anyone. Agree. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I'm sure that there's people, of course, that have, you know, maybe tried the tools and they didn't work or whatever. And that's fine. But in my experience, it's what you said, I I just, it can change anything. And, um, and I, you know, I've, the reason that I continue, I I used to be what I called a self proclaimed modality slut, because I would try anything to change anything. And I was always searching for something that would change it the quickest and with the most ease and actually be gone forever. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the reason I've been with access now 11 years and not found, not went searching for another modality is because it does exactly what I was looking for every tool and not, not just, you know, just a little bit, or just sometimes if I'm truly willing to choose that tool, it can change it in, in a few minutes. And it's so magical. Well, and, and you bring up a good point, and I won't belabor it because people can go look for themselves and go search out people because it's a worldwide thing. Um, but it's about access is all about choice, and we don't realize how much choice we have, and we can choose not to allow the tool to work um, just as easily as we can choose to allow the tool to work. So it is 
it is dynamic in that way. And we don't realize how often we are the stick in the mud getting in our own way. <laughs> so um, it is, it's kind of, it's kind of fun. So thank you so much for sharing all of your journey with us. I'd like to shift gears a little bit and talk about, you've already said the word twice, but I'd love to know if intuition comes to you beyond knowing. Um, would you like to share a little bit about how intuition comes to you? Yeah, absolutely. So in, you know, those two experiences that I shared, there's definitely knowing in, in those. And then once I started doing all the things and trying all the things, there was all sorts of things that I, you know, used uh, angel cards and all sorts of things, pendulums, all the things. And then once I started studying access, we, we really keep it quite simple in that we ask a question and we ask a question of our awareness. So we ask it and then how our awareness shows up, you're using the word intuition. I would use awareness. It doesn't matter. It's the same energy. Mm-hmm. So I ask a question and there's, there's a couple ways. One, it can be that knowing, cause that is, that definitely is very strong for me. Um, but also it can be what we call like a light or a heavy or an expansive or a contractive. So if I'm asking about, you know, maybe I would like to um, know if, you know, right now is the time to go uh, to the mall to pick something up. Then when I ask that, you know, and it's just very simple, like truth would going to the mall now create the future I desire or decay the future I desire. And so when I ask that, I always ask both of those will create or decay. And then one will be a lighter one or more expansive and one will be a heavier or more contractive one. And, and that, that way I've always, I always can perceive the difference between the two when I ask it like that. And that's usually what I will use. The knowing usually shows up a little bit differently. I maybe don't even have time to go to the question. I'm considering going to the mall and all of a sudden I just, I just know now is not the time. So it really depends on the moment, on the time. I can't really say, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to use my knowing now and I'm going to use light and heavy later. It just, it just shows up how it shows up. Uh, but for the most part, it's, it's through questions and the, the light and the heavy, and then the knowing may or may not show up depending. So I'm going to ask a question about the light and the heavy for you. Cause this may be something new for people. Are you feeling the light and the heavy? in your body or as an awareness of the energy around you? Do you, do you have a knowing of that? Do you, would you be able to explain that for yourself? Yeah. For me personally, I, I can perceive it in my body. So there's a, there, there is a, like an actual heaviness in my body. And then there's a lightness in my body, depending on if it's a, basically a yes or a no. Uh, but it shows up so differently. And, and I'm always encouraging people just to start playing, to start building that muscle. Cause even if you, you know, say you're going to listen to a radio show of mine and I'm talking about light and heavy and I'm talking about asking questions and, you know, is that light for you? Is that heavy for you? Some people, don't have that at all. Some people, mm-hmm. they are what I call infinite knowers. So then they get really confused because they're trying to find the light and the heavy yeah. when before I even asked the question, they actually had the knowing. So you really, this is a muscle. If it's something that you guys are interested in, you know, um, strengthening, please start playing, just play with it and, and ask and follow and just know and 
you'll, you'll get if yours is light or heavy. I know I have a friend and what, when they ask a question, they just get a visual. They, the, they have an elevator door that they see in their mind. And if it's a yes, the door opens. And if it's a no, it stays closed. Uh, please find your way guys. There's you'll, your way is going to be different probably than the ways I'm even speaking of, but just play with it and you'll start to strengthen it and you'll start to get how your awareness shows up for you. Well, and you're the first person that's actually beyond muscle testing. We have talked about muscle testing, which can be question oriented. And this has an element of that. But access consciousness is so question driven. I think it's really important that you describe that there are so many different ways a person can perceive it. But I, I was interested in how you how you felt the light and heavy because some people will have the attunement in just in their energy field and some people will feel it in their body. So it's kind of cool that um, you have the feeling in your body. So that's cool. You also talked about mediumship at one point, which is another way I believe. Um, I don't know if you still do that or not. And if you could just define what mediumship is in your in your practice or in, in the experiences that you have. Because, again, that word can be mm, like an elastic band, I think. And there's no right or wrong to it. But different people have different understandings of what mediumship is. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't do medium readings anymore. I did it probably for 10 plus years. Uh, and it is, for me, what I was doing was I was basically communicating with dead people for their for their people. So people would come in to hear from, you know, someone that they loved that had died and they would give me all sorts of information so that the person could know who they were. And they would use all of what, you know, we call the psychic uh, capacities, like the clairvoyance, the clairaudience, all, all of those uh, to pass on whatever to the, to the people uh, so that one, they could know who they were and any messages that they had from them. And then they could, you know, the person that was getting the reading could ask questions. The, you know, the dead person wouldn't necessarily always answer them, but they could certainly ask them. Uh, and that's majority of, of what I did was, was working with dead people. And I, you know, as, as a medium, in my experience, every medium is a psychic, not every psychic's a medium. So I could do the psychic stuff too. I didn't find it maybe as fun as the, as the mediumship. So that, that's kind of what it looked like for me. Once I started doing access and access is all about empowering you to know that you know yes. that you know. It didn't really fit with the mediumship because a lot of the mediumship was telling people yeah. answers rather than empowering them to know that they know. Uh, so I just, over the years, I didn't stop right away. It was like probably around 2014 that I just, I changed my business to doing all the access stuff. And I got really busy with traveling the world, teaching classes and doing sessions and stuff like that, that I just, um, I just stopped doing the mediumship. Uh, it just, it just changed for me. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. And, it, and why I'm asking this is because I think that people don't trust what they, well, not everybody. I think people do walk around and speak to their people who have passed on and their pets who have passed on. There's a, I'm, and I applaud and I'm grateful that people do that because that just makes the world of death way different. It just changes everything in my perception of it. It, 
because it's just a transition and they just get to be with you everywhere and they're not confined to a physical body. And again, in my awareness, because I, I do talk to my dad, <laughs> I, like they're with me all the time. So that's, but there is a percentage of people out there that don't realize that they have that capacity, but they are doing it and they may just not trust themselves to believe that they are doing it. And it can be just in a feeling. It can be only one experience. And if it freaks you out, you close the door and then it they know not to freak you out again. But I think everybody has that capacity. And like you say, in asking those questions and then trusting what you receive, it can add an element possibly to a person's healing if they open that doorway to the possibility that they can do this too, I guess. And that's why I wanted to talk to you about mediumship is go there for people, perhaps. I think there's a lot of transitioning going on right now and there's a lot of grief on the planet. And if this can help in that capacity, that would be awesome. Absolutely. So do you have any stories you want to share about how your intuition or your awareness has shown up and either decayed or created the life you desire, whatever you feel comfortable sharing? Yeah. I have I have one story that that I often share because it's just so cool. This was probably 2013-2014 and Abby and I were planning a trip to I believe it was Mexico and it was at an all-inclusive and it was at the very highest high end that we'd ever chose before, the most expensive trip that we'd ever chose before. And the travel agent had said, you know, you could buy insurance in case you have to cancel or can't go or something. And she said, you know, but because of the price of the trip itself, the insurance was $1,000. And I was like, oh, man, I already spent all this money on the trip. And now this is an additional thousand. And so I talked to hubby about it, used my mind. I was trying to rationalize, should we, shouldn't we? And we talked about it. And finally got to the point the the logical point of, you know what, let's just buy it. And then it's out of our minds. We don't have to, you know, play with it. It's just done. So I was like, yeah, okay, we're going to do that. And I walked into my office to make the phone call. So this is back when I actually used like a, a landline. Um, and so I sat down in my office chair to phone her. <laughs> and I literally, and I mean this, I mean this on purpose, literally could not move my arms to pick up the phone. It was the most incredible and weird experience because I was like, I felt like I couldn't, like if I would have, I couldn't, my arms were stuck to my side or stuck on like, they, I could not move them. And I was just sitting there and it wasn't panicky. Like it wasn't like I wasn't freaking out. Like I was having a stroke or something. I was just like, what the hell? And I realized that my body was assisting me in, in the awareness that I didn't need that insurance. And so then I was like, okay, I won't buy the insurance. And suddenly I could move my arms very easily. Wow. And so that was really the most, I would say, extreme example because it doesn't usually show up like that. It's not usually that clear, but that day was so clear. And I just walked out of the office and I said to my husband, I guess, uh, I guess we won't buy the insurance. And he, I mean, he, he just, he just listens to me. So he's like, Oh, okay. Like he didn't even ask. (laughs) (laughs) So that's, that's probably the most extreme example and one that I will never forget. (laughs) Yes. Wow. That is crazy. Oh my goodness. Yeah. We, yeah yeah man that's beautiful (laughs) you got to save yourself a thousand dollars 
And you talk about the mind and the mind is such a powerful player, such a powerful player when it comes to listening to intuition. It is something that we don't even know gets in the way sometimes, right? Because we think our intuition sometimes shows up in our head. And so do you have any stories about helping you discern between or, or a path between your knowing and your mind or is there anything that comes up for you that way besides your arms not working? <laughs> <laughs> well, That's not so fun. much a story, but for anybody listening, you know, there, it, it can be really simple. If you're like going back and forth and you're doing the logic, but you feel like your awareness is nudging you another way, you can, you know, it's just a really simple question to kind of get you out of it. it could be like, if I didn't, if I didn't think about this, what would I choose? And it, it opens it up to knowing that you don't have to think about it. In fact, our, our mind is can be such a huge limitation. And it changes it to like, what would I choose? Okay, so if I didn't think about this, what would I choose? And and then it gives you more space around it, which then will probably assist you to, to acknowledge your awareness. Maybe you still don't choose it, but maybe you could at least acknowledge it. Wow, I'm, I am aware not to buy that insurance. It doesn't Okay, cool. And then maybe you still choose to buy it. That's okay. But if you, if we just start acknowledging our awareness, if we start, just start recognizing our intuition, whatever you want to call it, doesn't matter. That will really assist you to let it be louder and louder and louder and be what you start to trust more than your mind who can, you know, really our mind only knows what it's seen before. And so that can be a huge limitation because there are infinite possibilities on the planet. So if we haven't experienced a possibility, um, our mind doesn't know about it. Our mind can't get us there. It can only give us the kind of the reference points from the past. Awesome. So true. Very, very cool. I'm so glad that you said yes. And I'm so glad our paths have crossed. And I hope that this actually gives people the opportunity to find you either through your radio show or or through all the different courses that you offer worldwide. I'm excited that you're traveling again. <laughs> yes, me too. That could be a whole nother t- podcast talking about your trips because I'm sure there's been some interesting things that happened through the course of travel. So I always am fascinated because when you travel, you get to experience so much more than just the place. You get to experience the people, the culture, the the history that's hanging out in the air, like there's so many things. So it's just lovely that the world's opening up again and and people have that yes. freedom to do that. And it's fantastic. And what else is possible? There's that private plane, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> just that was a private joke, everybody. We actually had a conversation about a private plane on the course and Glenice had the opportunity to be in one. I- yeah, yeah, I got a, I got it gifted to me. We flew from Edmonton to Vancouver, and it was the most magical flight so far. And what else is possible? Yes, cool. All right, so put that in your awareness, everybody. Private plane, <laughs> or whatever works for you. Whatever freedom comes to uh, yes. you. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Glennice. This has been fantastic. I appreciate your time today, and hopefully, we will do this again. Thank you so much, Heather. I'm so grateful and I look forward to the magic we will create in the future. Yes. Until next time. Bye, everybody. Thank you so much for giving us your time today. 
We truly appreciate our guests for sharing their stories and insights about how intuition has impacted their lives. And I'm so grateful for Peter Trainer for his time in giving me this original music. It's now your turn. It's your turn to listen and act on your own intuition and help make the world a better place. Until next time, keep seeing, being, knowing, and doing. If you like this podcast, please share it. If you want to find others like it, go to www.healingvitality.ca or wherever you would find your podcasts. We would love to have you join us on this journey. Come be a crow sitting in the tree. Be part of our community. Thank you.